From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up with uh, uh, Jeremy Schilling for December 6th, 2022. And uh, coming up, the date is important because Kelly James is with us. The name may not sound familiar. The person will be after I go through uh, this and we start chatting. Uh, Turner Sports, which is now formerly a part of Warner Brothers Brothers Discovery Sports, uh, has another iteration of the match. Kappa wins the match coming this Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. It is Tiger and Rory versus Justin Thomas and Spieth. Feeding America has been a gigantic beneficiary of these matches. Uh, 27 million meals have been sent to organizations that need them, uh, uh, places that need them. This one is for Hurricane Ian relief efforts. And I thought, hold on a second, there's a guest I've been wanting to have on who's also been raising money for, for, for Feeding America, and that is Kelly James. Kelly James, golfer, singer, rapper, uh, what else are you, Kelly? Surfer. Don't forget, don't forget surfer. We just got out of the ocean. Yeah, exactly. Surfer, dad, whatever. Uh, he, for the last two summers, has gone on the Million Meals Tour, teaming up with, with Steph Curry, Aisha Curry, the Eat, Learn, Play Foundation, and he's helped raise 3 million meals for Feeding America and 500K for that charity, Eat, Learn, Play. And I thought, this is the time to get everyone together, so it is my pleasure for the first time to welcome Kelly James to Teeing It Up. Hello, Kelly. How are we? I'm great, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It is, it is so nice to have you here. Um, and um, my first question is, how does it feel to be a part of the season-long race for the, uh, the PGA Tour is season long race for the season long race for the FedEx Cup because every tournament that I turn on, every early week thing, you're doing something. Uh, how many nights on the road for uh, 2022 will it be when this year ends up? Uh, well, we did 127 shows last year, and we're going to do 125 this year. And I feel like I should be getting some FedEx Cup points. Seriously? I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're there. I'm, I'm putting in the hours at the tournaments. I don't understand why uh, why I don't get a, at least a few points. Just have my name on the list. I'll be the last one on the list. I just want one point. Exactly. Worth at least one. And if I'm not mistaken, you have participated in, 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 in the AT&T Pro-Am, right? I did play in the AT&T Pro Am. We we play in uh, we play in a handful of Pro Ams, you know, during the year. But you know, as you know, the, the main thing that, that we love doing the most is is the tee box freestyle these events. Um, it's just the best way to you know just have fun on a golf course. I get to see you know all my buddies that play on tour, see a bunch of friends that are playing in the event, meet meet a bunch of new people, and you know the, the ultimate goal is to bring some smiles to faces, um, you know, while they're enjoying one of their better golf walks of the year so that, that, those are the those are the highlights for us for sure as it relates to the to the tour event so kelly's on here both for the charitable thing and for the fact that you are an unreal freestyle rapper i i don't know how you do it we will get to that in a second um 
But a lot of people have probably asked you, what's the journey to get from wherever you started to where you are now? I want to know, where did you go? How did we get from being a musician to being literally traveling with the tour practically every single week? Like, how does that transition happening? Uh, honestly, just a complete accident. Um, <laughs> I think as you're pursuing anything, um, you know, it doesn't matter what vertical of life you're in you're always trying to look for things that work um and sometimes we acknowledge those and we do them and sometimes we don't um but if you sort of look at the things that work in your life it makes the path a little bit easier and i think everybody you know surely in my generation that played guitar kind of wanted to write lyrics like bob dylan and be dave matthews and in whatever capacity you could for me i just always gravitated towards athletes so right out of college i started touring I was playing private shows at sorority houses and fraternity parties on the weekend. We were playing 170 shows a year. And um, I was playing a lot of stuff around sports, specifically action sports at the time. So surf, skate, snow, you know, the whole right. kind of portfolio. And I ended up meeting, uh, again, as an accident, Charlie Hoffman, who I didn't know was a pro <laughs> golfer. I just thought he was like a surfer with long hair from San Diego. Because um, he was at the, this U.S. Open, a surf event, or I forget where we were, but it was a, a, an action sports thing. And he ended up asking me if I play his foundation event. I ended up meeting all his friends, and that was the beginning of kind of the relationship with golf that we've had for the last, I guess it's been 14 years now. Um, and all those guys just ended up bringing me to the tour events. I started playing all, you know, their sponsor obligations. So, you know could be farmers insurance could be whomever um you know ricky fowler was huge for me with my you know the relationship with farmers insurance just making intros and truthfully just making sure that we were the performance that that was happening at whatever event he was involved with um and then it kind of blossomed into you know a bunch of different things that related to golf and as we all know like golf unequivocally is you know the greatest sport in the world um, because you know it has every single attribute of life built into it, and you know I'm a huge football fan, huge soccer fan, love basketball, all great sports, absolutely fabulous. But you know golf, you can play until you're you know almost dead. Golf, you yes. can play with every single person on planet Earth on an equal playing field. So the handicap system that doesn't exist in any other sport exists in golf. Golf, you get this unbelievable opportunity to play against yourself, and you just, you know, can never master this thing. It's just such an unbelievable sport. <coughs> Sorry, the social side of it, everything, like, just comes back to, you know, the best of sport, um, in my opinion. And so for us to be, you know, kind of involved in it for this long has just been special. And, um, you know, it's been, a, it's been a really fun journey. Charlie Hoffman, four-time PGA Tour winner. His last was in 2016 at the Valero Texas Open. For those yeah. in the uh, uh, betting area, he's most known for usually when he qualifies being the first-round leader of the Masters, <laughs> which has been a thing in recent years. So you get to that point, now you know these guys, and now you're showing up and you're doing our friend... Um, you're you're at JT's wedding. You're at Colt Nose's wedding. You're you know doing stuff for Speech Charity. You're meeting Michelle Wee West. You're at our friend Amanda Renner's rehearsal dinner performing. Does 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 this seem surreal, Kelly? Like this has got to be kind of bizarrely surreal that 
here I am wanting to be a, a musician around sports. I meet these guys. I'm making a living doing it. And now I'm at their weddings? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> surely, even when you put it like that, absolutely. Um, you know, the wild part about it, and I'm going to say this, and it's going to come back around, I promise. Okay. But as it relates to my love for golf, I was never a golf fan. Hmm. I was never, I didn't grow up playing golf, really. My parents played golf. I, I, I actually thought golf was the dumbest sport on planet Earth, right after I just told you it was the greatest sport on planet Earth. I, and I still think that golf is actually a weirdly silly sport. But surely, 14 years ago, I was not a golf fan. I thought golf was really dumb. Um, I just, you know, it, golf meant nothing to me. So I end up kind of getting, you know, put in this ecosystem of quote-unquote pro golfers, and I didn't even like golf. I just like the guys. Like, I just like the people associated with golf. I would get invited early on to play in pro-ams and all these golf things, and I'd be like, I'm good. I'm, I'm just going to sleep in. Like, why would I, you know, I'm on the road. Like, why, why would I wake up to go play X pro-am? They're like, but it's a PGA Tour pro-am. And I'm like, I, I don't really, I, I don't want to play. I don't really like golf. I just like the guys. Um, and so, you know, for me, it was more about the people. Um, and, you know, it was about just the friendships that were just really friendships. I, I, I really wasn't like a golf fan. Like, I just, I didn't really watch it at all. I didn't care. I, sometimes I didn't even know that guys were, were, were real great tour players. I just liked who they were. So that piece really sort of lent itself to just meaningful friendships. So you talk, to all, you talk about, you know, all these names, great humans, really great, you know, in their respective fields. But I think for me, it was always just about the people and, and, and really more just about the friendships. Um, and as, as you know, again, we go back to golf being one of the greatest sports. Like golf makes you a great person. The game itself will. Like you can't, you can't be a bad person. No one will want to play with you. You can't cheat. No one will want to play with you. Like you call penalties on yourself. Like it's about honesty. Yeah. It's about integrity. Yeah. And because of that, you know, uh, if you look at any other sport, like it's just the highest character humans, in my opinion, that, that play the game of golf. So, to me, it's the people, you know, so the, all, all the weddings, all that stuff is just a function of like just being around like a lot of great humans. Um, really cool what they've accomplished. But, you know, I, I, I'm just such a fan of the people that, that are around golf. And, you know, anybody listening to this, they're golfers. They're, they have something in their life um, that, that's keeping them honest, that's keeping them, um, you know, uh, social and accountable and, you know, challenging their integrity it's just it's a wonderful game and a wonderful sport and the people that are around it are, are, are just best it's a really interesting thing that you said because it does also twist the definition of golf into what keeps you honest and accountable and who is around you that's keeping you honest and accountable mm -hmm. it's really interesting that you said it that way Kelly James is with us. He's worked with Feeding America for years. Feeding America, one of the main, main, main sorry, one of the main uh, beneficiaries of of Capital One's The Match coming up this weekend on TNT on Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern time for Tiger's next appearance since he can be in a cart and not have to uh, walk. Speaking of being in a cart, you're sitting there by the tee box. You're probably driven up there in a cart and Tiger comes up or Rory or JT or the or or Justin Timberlake who I, I, I guess is JT the second 
or Rory or or you know Steph or whoever Sandler first time he did these the ones that are on YouTube the ones that I see on Twitter and IG all the time those freak you out or have you gotten comfortable now because for some of these guys you know you're freestyling and they may they may be wearing the most hideous looking outfit, and you're like, "Am I going to include this or not?" Like, <laughs> these are these are you know last second decisions. How how nervous is it? Super nervous. I mean, I, it's terrifying. If I'm being honest, like you know, you're you're out there, nothing scripted, no kind of safety net of any kind. And you're in real time, to your point, making these decisions with, with really just the premise of having fun. Like the right. whole goal is to, to not polarize. I'm not trying to throw knockout punches. It's just little jabs. Like that, that's all it is. It's just, it's, it's just like, let's make this a little bit lighter. Let's make this a little bit more fun. Maybe we can get some smiles and some laughs. But with that said, you can say stuff that absolutely polarizes people and, you know, everybody always asks, like, oh, you, you can rhyme and you can go for, you know, five minutes. I'm like, that, that's not the, the hard part. The hard part is editing. Like, the hard part is editing in real time and looking at someone's hideous outfit or knowing something from their past or some crazy thing that just happened two weeks ago and, and figuring out a way either to say it in a really um, light manner and or just not saying it, even though, you know, you could go and throw the knockout punch. Th th those are the, the those are the nerve-wracking little moments, but... You know, at this point, I'm just trying to have fun with them. And, you know, when they, when somebody steps up to the tee box that I don't know, um, and it's usually some like childhood hero of mine that, that no one would know. Like, it, 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 the crazy people that I get nervous for right. um, would be like some no name player for the Golden State Warriors in the 90s that I was a fan of that nobody would know. And then some A-list celebrity could come up, and I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, I'll, I'll do, you know, what I do. But um, yeah, it, it, it's it's the it's the moment, right? Like no different than anything else. You know, you have to make that eight footer to to win the match. You have to, you know, again hit the free throw um, in a, at the end of the game. It, it, it's all those tiny moments where you either do it or you don't. Um, and I, I don't know. I, to me, it makes it exciting. It makes it something that. Um, you know, I can wake up on that morning and just, and be pumped, you know, and like really, really, um, dialed in. You know, we, we just flew back from Florida last night. Uh, we did an event for, uh, slain police officers, um, in Florida, uh, for a foundation called Golf for Cops and, um, did the T-Box freestyle yesterday. And then we fly back to Florida on Thursday to do, uh, uh, Michael Jordan's member member at, uh, at Grove 23. And it's like, you know, staff deck of humans that are playing in that. And it's, you know, I got to step up to the tee box and, you know, be funny and, and, and be intelligent and, and witty, hopefully, um, but not polarize anybody, which, you know, is sometimes a, a bit of a difficult task. And to that point, for those who don't know, Grove 23 uh, it has a very limited membership. These are, if I, I read one article at one point that, that he was going to hand select who would be the members. We know that the... the Thomas's and, and and the Ricky Fowlers have been out there. You've done them ten thousand times, but for some of these people who I may not even know are members, who you probably can't even you know reveal who's on that sheet, but you love that person as an athlete. That's got to be nerve wracking, and it's Michael Jordan. Like, <laughs> yeah. ouch! I'm not yeah. sleeping on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> 
the the answer is yes to all of it unequivocally. Um, and you know, now that I've done it for so long, I mean, I've been doing this T box freestyle thing for ten years. I guess it's been now ten years, um, dude. Man, yeah, ten years. And uh, you know, it, it, it kind of started as an accident, and then it sort of blossomed into you know what we have now. Um, and I, I know how to do the thing a lot better now. Um, but yeah, it, it's nerve wracking for sure when you're, you know, you, you want to be great. You want to be funny. You want to be witty. You have some things to say. Um, and you're trying to execute in the moment in real time. Um, and, and sort of read the cues that, that they're giving to you in real time. And, you know, name, name whatever, you know, major athlete, um, you can think of. And, you know, I probably, I've, I've probably had them on a, on a tee box at some point. Um, so. You know, yeah, those moments are, are, are a little bit nerve-wracking at times, and um, I, I definitely will wake up Friday morning and, you know, have a whole new uh, level of focus and uh, a, a adrenaline hit with my coffee. We are taping this on December 6th, uh, the same day that Steph Curry gets named Sportsman of the Year by Sports Illustrated. So more coincidental timing for us, Kelly. Um <laughs> You've worked hand-in-hand hand with Eat, Learn, Play. I'll give you a chance to talk about food insecurity and, and your mission and why during a pandemic you would go out on the road all summer long doing this stuff because it's crazy, but it's for such a great cause. So you have the floor. Yeah, I mean, you know, Steph and Aisha Curry are, are, are really incredible humans. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've been able to be around a lot of people um, over the last decade and a half on the road um, uh, of all, you know, of all sorts, you know, all the way across the spectrum. And I can hands down tell you that, that these two humans are, are, are really just special um, for, for, for a variety of ways that people know and a bunch of ways that people probably don't know. Um, but the biggest thing that they've done is they've set up a foundation called Eat, Learn, Play, and um, they fund the thing 100%. So every dollar that's given to Eat, Learn, Play is 100% passed through to the cause. And, you know, their big cause right now is food insecurity over the last three years. That's really what they started with, their first pillar, Eat. Um, obviously, the learn side and the play side are still, you know, intertwined in, in, in the foundation. But um, food insecurity is kind of number one right now. So they partner with Feeding America and a bunch of other entities around the Bay Area specifically, um, and, you know, they, they've just gone out and they've raised unbelievable money to, to, to support, you know, their initiatives. And so, you know, we wanted to do something um, when the pandemic hit. I started reading articles about, you know, families that obviously weren't going to have access to, you know, after school programs and schools and a, a bunch of other entities that, that provide meals for, for their families and specifically their children. And I just wanted to do something knowing that, you know, I, I was going to be able to feed my kids, but I don't know what that would really feel like if, if, if the answer was um, maybe your kids don't eat today or tomorrow. Um, and so we ended up, you know, doing a bunch of virtual stuff, and then we went out on the road. We just kind of had this little self-contained bubble. We were in a tour bus, and, um, you know, we ended up doing like 30 states, and it was all, you know, socially distanced, backyard, private shows, and just with a bunch of generous humans that, that wanted to step up and, and make a difference. And um, it, it was a great, it was a great summer. We did it again last summer, and um, or I guess it's been you know three summers now. We did 2020, 2021, and, and 22, um, and it's it, it's been really great to see um, you know the 
the impact that it's had, um, you know, throughout the last three years, knowing that there were just, you know, from boys and girls clubs to, you know, you name the after school program that, that people were relying on for food, those were all shut down and, you know, funding was pulled, et cetera, and, and Feeding America and a bunch of organizations like Eat, Learn, Play were able to step up and, and, and do their part and kind of fill those gaps. Um, so we go actually up to Oakland on, uh, on Sunday. Um, to do uh, Christmas with the Curries, which is a, a whole Christmas initiative centered around food food insecurity for kids. Um, you know, obviously there's a you know a toy and present component, uh, but you know their their big thing is making sure that kids, while they're on quote unquote Christmas break, uh, still have access to, to food and meals. Obviously, no school, so um, we'll do that on Sunday. And you know, it's just been amazing to watch Steph work um, uh, completely outside of, of basketball. Um, you know, the guy's a unicorn. He really, really is. Um, everything is super genuine. Like what you see in that five that he has when he plays, it's, it, that's who he is. And, and, and it's, it's honestly even better in person. He's just a great, great human, very genuine. Everything that he does and says is, is truly from his heart. And it's not like a, um, it's not an act. He's not trying to, you know, he's not trying to be anything that he isn't. Um, and, and, and that's the reason why he's been able to accomplish what he's been able to accomplish because it's so authentic. There's never a break. Um, you know, there's never a moment of like, oh yeah, he's just kind of putting on an act for this thing. It's all real. And, um, you know, that comes through on their foundation side. And again, for anybody to fund a foundation top to bottom and, you know, absorb every single cost so that the donor money goes through 100%, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on that. Like, I'll, I'll support any, any cause. Um, you know, where somebody's willing to step up in that capacity. And just to kind of bring this back around, we've talked a lot about Justin Thomas on this podcast. JT was saying last week that his mom was talking to Tiger about the amount of hours Tiger puts into his foundation and was floored. And then she's telling it back to JT, and JT's like, whoa, you know, it's, it is big, and the, uh, the, what the Currys have done, Christmas with the Currys, also sounds like a TV special. Um, but, um, hey, no, no, knowing their skill sets, it might be real soon. Yeah, it sounds like a new like TLC or Food Network, uh, uh, you know, holiday special. Uh, but it's just a fantastic cause and uh, eat, learn, play. Uh, you can find out a lot more information about that. Um, w- all right, the art of a freestyle rap. I've got to go there. Kelly James with us here on Teeing It Up. I, this is teeing it up with Jeremy Schilling. My name is Jeremy Schilling. I'm an 18 handicapper who leaves putts short. I hate to have to do this to you, but there are so many people who would want to see a freestyle rap about me. So I'm an 18 handicapper who leaves putts short. Uh, how do you design these things? Um, so like, you know, you got to go macro first. So the question is like, who's the audience? Like, right when you say that, it's like, okay, cool. Obviously, you're the audience, and then you have your listener base, who I'm assuming is golf fans, who I'm assuming obviously loves you. Um, and you know, let's say there were people in the room, let's say there weren't. So you're you're sort of assessing right off the bat what the audience is of said freestyle. Right. Um, and then you know, the the goal is to like have fun with it but not like bury you like you there's so many ways to like say the wrong thing um having this we could have the same intention 
like um, you know you, you you could have and my mind doesn't even work on like the, the the gnarly way to go down the path but like let's say you're an 18 handicap um, you know you, you you can joke about it and you can kind of take a light approach to it and make it funny or you can just get nasty about it on the other side and the nasty side just doesn't really work like it just it doesn't create the energy and like the the kind of love that needs to be there and so there's just that fine line with like kind of poking somebody but like doing it in a funny way you know it's like um you know if somebody tells a joke or they like kind of make fun of you and you sort of like lightly pu- push their shoulder like it's like oh man like what? you know like that's like yeah. a loving way to kind of be like f you or you could just like punch him in the chest <laughs> it's like well, you're, you're doing the same thing with your right hand. It's extending and touching their body, but it's either a punch or a light push. And it's all about having that light push. Um, you know, so it's like the, the four-second freestyle on it would, you know, just be something like, Jeremy, thanks for having me on your show. You're an 18 handicap, but I bet you can go low because there's one thing I can probably confirm. All your boys can say, yeah, he's the epic sandbagger. Yes, sir, that's you probably. But you know you got to putt at least two feet past the hole every time. That's what the pros do. But you decelerate. You're scared. Ooh, ooh. But it's all right, Jeremy. I'm a 9 two, Been an 18 handicap for a long time. True. But now I'm trying to get better. And we know I don't really like golf. I'd rather be surfing, bro. But that's me, you see, Jeremy. I'm just happy to be on this podcast, busting a free style flow, and that's all I got. So thanks for going and giving me a little shot to talk about food insecurity. That's my passion. Freestyle rapping, you know, I try to get you laughing, and that's all I got. Here we go. I'm on Jeremy's show podcast. Let's go. That was awesome, dude. There you go. That so, yeah, was- you know, you just kind of. You kind of just mess, you mess around, you mess with it, and like, you know, the goal is really to just have fun, right? Like, it's like you throw on a little joke, you throw on a little kind of jab, and you know, then, you know, just, you stay, you stay somewhere in the middle where like people sort of, people get off, off the rails, and you know, at the beginning, I kind of did too, is you just try to bury somebody. Yeah. You know, and like, there's no point. Like, there's just, I don't know, you can do it, but it's so easy to do that. It's so easy to bust F-bombs and bury somebody and, like, totally make fun of them. And, like, you know, you can do it, but it's not a, uh, it's it, it, it's not the way to get the, like, overall 100% desired outcome of, like, you know, people being like, wow, everybody's on the same page, you know? It's just, you, you just don't want to polarize, at least when, you know, it, my strategy. Right. That's not what I'm trying to do. Right. Um Final thing, we ask every first-time guest on the show a random question. It's not personal, but it's just random, and you have no idea what's coming from me next. What is the best shot you've hit? Because you've gotten to play some nice courses. Best shot you've hit and best shot you've seen. And while you think about this, I saw an ace, the only ace I've ever seen or hit in my life, came at Eagle Oaks and I want to say the fourth or fifth hole and it just took one, it, 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 it took two bounces, rolled right in, it was a four iron from 218 for that person. So that's the best shot I've ever seen in person in Europe. Um, so, fun fact, I've probably seen about 30,000 shots on par threes doing the T-box <laughs> yes. <clears throat> give, give or take, right. and um, I, you know, and a lot of them have been PJ Tour pros. 
or, or you know, really, really, really low handicaps, you know. Um, so you call it like, it's called 10 to 20% have been tour pros, you know, probably 20%. Um, 30,000 shots. I've seen, just playing with my friends, I've seen five hole-in-ones. Wow. Um, I've, I've never had one personally. Um, but on the tee box freestyle, after seeing 30,000 shots rapping at people, I've seen zero hole-in-ones. What? Isn't that crazy? The math, like, almost doesn't, like, make sense. And especially if you go, like, the caliber of golfers that are playing in these tournaments, like, it's all high, high IQ, high caliber golfers. And, like, I mean, I haven't seen a single one. Um, and so I would say the best shots I've ever seen, um, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I get to play a lot of golf with, um, with these guys. Um, you know, the, the, all the guys that you've named already. Yeah, yeah. So I've seen, I've seen some special things. Um, there, the, there was a day, um, down in Cabo at, at Ricky Fowler's wedding where, uh, we may have had one or 14 cocktails and Speed, JT, Jimmy Walker, um, a bunch of guys were just, we were just playing, you know, I think it was like an eight sum at El Dorado and like they were just hitting like trick shots and like just doing stuff that like just for the sake of doing it yeah. and the way that those guys can manipulate a golf ball is is just unbelievable i mean absolutely unbelievable the, so i mean th th those moments are crazy as like a little you know golf fan which i am yeah. um so so th that those would be pretty incredible obviously the five hole in ones um when you say best shot i've ever hit i don't know why it came to my head um but um a, a good friend of mine um took me on this trip um, to Augusta probably like three years ago and we had a two-day match with two of our other friends and wow. I hit a bunker shot on the um, 35th hole that we had played on 17 at Augusta and I was out of the hole I hit it into the trees punched out into a bunker and then ended up hitting this bunker shot to like two inches um, that I should have never had no business hitting like all the Which pressure bunker? in the world it was that front bunker on 17. Oh God, that but, one is so like, deep. That is so, so deep, deep too. And then front bunker on 17 and the pin was like tucked right underneath it. So oh, I had to yeah. hit this bunker shot that like had to go straight up in the air and like spin, which like, I don't even know how to do that, but I got <laughs> so lucky. I just closed my eyes and swung as hard as I could and like it just ended up working. Um, and that's, I don't know why that's the first shot that, that, that popped in my head is like the best shot. But I just remember being like, wow, I actually executed on the thing that I had in my brain in a very kind of high pressure situation. And you know, you know, those situations, like, you know, you, you're playing the, you're playing for five bucks, but you know, you're playing for the entire world in terms of bragging rights and, yeah. and pride and honor. Um, so, you know, it was, it was worth a lifetime of, uh, of, of trash talking after that. Kelly James does more than just raps. He also sings. He also puts out stuff. So for the folks out there who want to see you, non-freestyle rap version, how best should they find your stuff? That's a great question. Um, it's it's been an interesting like run for me. Um, in that you know you start out at least I did as like you know singer songwriter. I want to be Bob Dylan, be Dave Matthews. And then I kind of found my niche, and we talked about it at the top of the conversation. Like you really kind of have to find out, you know, the things that you're good at and what works. Um, and you know, I, I, I was always pretty open into um, 
at least to the philosophy of like, okay, what's working? Let's go do that. What's working? Let's go do that. As opposed to like fighting against some vision or some notion of who I am or what I want to be. So for me, I graduated college and I, I started doing these private shows. I signed this deal with Oakley. Um, so I, I signed this 17 show deal right out of the bat and there were these private shows. And that was the thing that always worked for me. Um, so about eight years ago, I, I kind of flipped the whole model um, over from like releasing music and doing the traditional touring thing um, into only playing private shows. So we play, you know, like I said, we're going to do 125 shows this year. Um, they're all private. So um, they're kinda, <laughs> there is real no way to, unless you get invited to one of these things, um, there really is no way to, to see it. But ho- hopefully you can come to a, come to an event at some point that, uh, that we're playing. And uh, I, I, would, I would love to meet who's ever listening because, um, you know, for, for us it's about, you know, connecting all these dots. And I love when people came up or come up and they go, hey, I saw you on Baba Ba's Instagram channel or I heard you on this podcast or I saw you on this thing on Golf Channel. Like, you know, just, just meeting people that, obviously are dialed into the same worlds that I'm dialed into um, because the things that we do are, are, are pretty specific and it's, you know, it's all the same like-minded people. So hopefully who's ever listening, we get to, to see each other at some event down the road. Kelly with an E, so that's K-E-L-L-E-Y, James.com is the website if you would like to book him. And there's some guy named Tiger who, who said in the testimonial section, quote, the most unique live performance I've ever seen, close quote. So uh, if that's not good enough, I'm not sure what's good enough for you or your company or whoever. Uh, Kelly, I can't thank you enough for taking time out to, 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 to chat and to, to talk about this stuff. And Capital One's the matches this Saturday at 6 on TNT. Thank you, Kelly. Absolutely. Who, who's going to win the match on Saturday? Who do you think? God, I mean, if I had to take a guess, it's... I mean, Jordan didn't play well last week, but it was windy. Tiger's been shooting low at home, but he's been off his... off not playing. Rory's got to carry them. God, I, I think 12-hole match, I, I, I think it's JT and Spieth, but it's close. How about you? I, I'm the exact same opinion. I think it's going to be super close. I think it's going to come down to like the last hole, but like JT and Speed together, they're just there. There's there's a magic there. It's like it feels like um, you know they're both huge football fans, big basketball fans. Like it feels like they're playing another sport when they team up together, um, and they're going to, in my opinion, just kind of rise to the occasion and and hit some shots that. Um, you know that, that are needed to win this thing. I think the Rory Tiger thing is going to be a little bit more traditional. Um, it's going to be okay, cool, yeah, great shot, great shot. I think there's going to be some unbelievable, like scrambling, just grindy golf from uh, JT and Speed, and they're going to get it. Well, done. especially from Jordan. I mean, yeah, I mean, even with no Michael Greller there, Jordan will still be talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can eliminate Michael, and Jordan will still be yelling at his golf ball. 100%. 100%. Oh, man. It's going to be really interesting. I think Rory's going to have to do more work than he thinks he does uh, to uh, beat these guys. Uh, Kelly James, thank you uh, for coming on Teeing It Up. 
Absolutely. Thanks and, for having me. And, and, and thank you all for listening to this edition of Seeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling.